0: Good morning, good morning St. Paul This is your umbuji Foodie Thank you all so much again for joining me this morning As always, you can reach me here Or catch up with me here on Saturday at 10am Every Saturday at 10am And as you know, this is a food show So I'm bringing you all things food for you to get a jump, either on your weekend or hey, maybe you planned something for the the afternoon, the <laughs> the evening, what, whatever, whatever the weekend brings you. Yeah, that's what I'm here to help with. <laughs> um, so thank you so much for tuning in with us. Uh, you know, community radio station. Over on the east side, the best community station on the east side, which is WEQY 104.7, the voice of the east side. Again, I am Wesley Wright, your host, Um, your friendly neighborhood uh, foodie. (laughs) Thank you uh, for, you know, last week uh, I was, was all over the place and giving you all a whole bunch of information and gave you some suggestions about uh, a restaurant or two over in the west side of Minneapolis. So I'm going to be touching on that and talking a little bit again about my experience and, of course, the food that I had there Uh so stick around and stay with us. Uh, if you have any questions or something, please feel free to either leave that um, a comment on my Facebook page, which is the Ambuji Foodie uh, or send me you know, a message. Um, I'm more than happy to answer any questions or if you have a suggestion that you'd like to share um, I'm more than happy to share that to the community <laughs> as well. Um, you may even have opportunity to be on air. So if you'd like to call in with a suggestion, please feel free to do that. Uh, the number to call in for maybe any questions or suggestions to the UnBougie Foodie or just here to the radio station in general is 651-200-3479. Again, that number is 651-200-3479. So I, again, just want to get into this, um, You know, the information I talked about last week, one, it was a restaurant called Baja House. Baja House, if if you recall, they are located in Wayzata. So, yeah, it's a little bit west of where we are in the cities. Um, And as you know, even though we do focus on the east side of St. Paul, anywhere there's opportunity for those that are even listening on the TuneIn app, uh, they have they could hear about a restaurant that's in their local area um, if they are not currently local uh, to the east side so you know i try to make it available to everyone Um, but yes we do definitely try to focus on the east side of saint paul so there is a saint paul you know a few things a few um, restaurants in saint paul that i'll be talking to you about as well as events so Hope you have a pen, paper, <laughs> or maybe you're just sitting back and having your coffee for the morning. This is a perfect time to get some ideas. So let me just get right into it with Baja House. Again, they are located at 830 Lake Street East. That's in YZ. Yes, it's a little bit of a drive, but that's okay. Because, you know, sometimes on a Saturday or a Sunday or any day of the week, you might want to take a drive. And just, you know, enjoy <laughs> Enjoy a different Atmosphere <laughs> And uh, I went there with a friend um, Brad, thanks, shout out For going with me um, We had a really great experience uh, Well We had a great experience Because The food The food was good I I, I do have to admit that um, I think as with any new restaurant and literally when I tell you that when I went last week, uh, last week Sunday specifically, um, they just opened on Wednesday. So growing pains um, and we understand that um, nothing really to complain about because, again, that's not what this show is about. It really is to uplift and be positive and to introduce the community to different um you know, restaurants that are opening in the area. Um, That being said, um, admittedly, when I went there with the impression uh, or the thought that, okay, I am going to have uh, ceviche. I was, I was mistaken. I mean, I had ceviche. I did have the ceviche. So that's not anything that I'm, you know, feeling any kind of way about. Uh, It was specifically the, um, what was it the oh the tuna ceviche um and it's described as being lightly dressed uh and tossed with kiwi papaya um serrano and scallion Uh, and true enough it was i believe because we have to remember that this is a restaurant that is uh mexican with japanese mexican to japanese style um dishes um for the most part yes they are going to be geared towards a Mexican style or grilled um fare or cuisine um I wasn't disappointed although I was surprised uh with the ceviche the ceviche was um it was a very beautiful presentation um however it wasn't the ceviche that I was (laughs) I was expecting um and again, that's not a bad thing. When you already have in your head uh, a you know the specific type of ceviche, um, you, you're thinking maybe did you bring out the wrong thing? <laughs> um, but it, it was good. I I did eat the whole entire thing. I I really did, and not just because um, you know I was paying for it, but because. It it was good. It was just I I felt sad because <laughs> I was thinking, oh man, they're gonna have you know uh, this is gonna be all mixed in together. They're gonna be small pieces and so forth. Um, the pieces were quite um, large, if you would um, like the papaya and the kiwi. Uh, I love the the sweetness um, with the papaya. Uh, as well as with the kiwi and then that heat of the serrano uh so the serrano chili or the serrano pepper um that really added uh, livened it up even more so um the and it said lightly dress and toss with you know kiwi papaya the tuna itself i um brad has an a very uh knowledgeable palate as well Um, So he recognizes these things very, very quickly. He is a cook or I should say a a homemade chef. I shouldn't say cook because, you know, what he does is is very, is very good. (laughs) Uh, As well as many of my other friends that, you know, I hang out with or associate with. Anyway, the tuna seemed to be marinated in not a soy sauce or maybe it was a a Worcestershire Worcestershire I'm tongue tied this morning Um, but again very it wasn't overbearing or overpowering it was it was a darker um, tuna and I think that's what um, also took me uh, by surprise as well um, because I am used to tuna being um, a more brighter uh, burgundy or, or pink not even pink i should say uh, a a rose color um and it it was much darker um the flavor was not overbearing again as i mentioned but um it was quite it was quite good um we were a little sad because um you know brad wanted to actually i forgot the, the what he wanted to have um I, I, well, I believe it was, gosh, (laughs) Brad, if you remember, let me know. I I can't remember what it was, but I, I know that it was something else, but he had to decide on the, um, well, he was going to go for the whole squid, uh, as well as I believe it was chips and salsa and the chips and salsa, which, you know, again, it was just a side, uh, or an extra, if you would, uh, was very good. They had a what was it? Uh, oh, it was. It, I'm I'm trying to figure out if they are calling it a sleeper. That's what they're calling the sleeper salsa because uh, again, the chips and salsa was house made and uh, they were house made chips or they fried their own tortilla, fried their own corn tortillas. What is wrong with me? <laughs> Um, along with guacamole, pico um, pico de gallo, and a sleeper salsa. I think that sleeper salsa was, um, as I mentioned, Brad's uh, palate, because he had ordered that. Um, He was able to pick out what those ingredients were right away, uh, which was habanero, um, uh, probably some vinegar or some type of citrus. Um, And there was like, maybe that was the the only two ingredients, but It truly was a a sleeper salsa, and I'm using that term um, loosely because that heat, even though you mentioned that, oh, it was probably some cream, probably, um, it creeps up on you. It really does. I mean, it's very good. Um, I, I would think that, and we talk about. I'm going to mention about uh, the the uh, squid in just a second and referencing that sleeper salsa but that sleeper salsa i think would have been great on and and brad agreed with me with that uh squid the squid dish that they offered um the whole squid so we'll talk about that now uh it was lightly sauteed with black chili um, butter and citrus and you really i could understand why he chose the things that he chose and I know that I am very similar by picking out certain items that I feel I'm very very familiar with and that I've had a really great experience from another restaurant and I know that if a new restaurant comes out and they are having the exact same thing or something very similar those are the things that you want to kind of like I guess you want to judge them by not, and I shouldn't even say judge them set as a standard. So with Brad, he's had seafood very often, and so have I. Uh, but he m- mentioned and was explaining that the reason why he chose a squid, too, is because squid can only be uh, prepared. Um, it's a small window or a small, narrow margin of when I squid or any seafood really is either undercooked or overcooked and so when we had this or when they presented it to us again you know i love their presentations i really really do um this was the whole entire squid so if you're not if you're not one that likes tentacles you might not want to order this one um not because it's all over the place but you know Uh, you are going to have that added onto your plate so just saying (laughs) Uh, it's probably not one for the kids probably (laughs) I'm just again I'm just kidding but uh, if you you have this and it wasn't that when it goes past the point of being overcooked it's rubbery or it is oh gosh, too chewy to uh, really, I mean, you're really working to try to masticate on this, you know, this food. Um, But it was perfect. It really, really was. I mean, it, the taste, the flavor, um, I, again, because they're so new, I would say that they probably held back a little bit on the seasoning because I really feel that they could have added some more seasoning uh, and that's not a knock, um, on them or the dish itself. Because again, the chef that were working in the, um, uh, in the, in the kitchen, they were putting out, I mean, really the place was full. So they were putting out dishes dish after dish, uh, So this was, this was no different. Um, It was very good. Um, And again, here's where I'm going to reference that sleeper salsa, that sleeper salsa, as I mentioned, it really, it creeps up on you, but with the chips and salsa, it was great. I think, and Brad agreed and he mentioned it started off by saying that they needed to put something with the the squid, um, perhaps if they used the sleeper salsa, maybe added a bit more cream or thickened it a little bit more, and maybe drizzled it across uh, the squid itself. Or if maybe if they even had a small container where you could actually dip the actual squid in and then enjoy, you know, with some heat or whatever if it was the actual if it was the cream the i definitely know it was habanero uh and you know some vinegar or something that was tart or citrusy um that would have added so much to that to that dish so bajajas if you're listening <laughs> which hey you know you never know uh, they could be listening on the tune-in app. <laughs> So just like anyone else across the nation <laughs> listening to the UnBougie Foodie Foodie Show. Um, once again, if you're not in the local uh, area for St. Paul, uh, you can download the TuneIn app and listen to every show live. Uh, and in that way, you'll be com- uh, supporting your local, the community radio station. And I'm quite sure we do appreciate it. Okay, so that was what Brad had. I mean, and, you know, I talked about the ceviche. There was one more item that I had that I wanted to talk about, which I was kind of, there were so many, so many different things on this menu. And I know that I mentioned it already, but uh, dang, that mole shrimp, I really wanted to have that, but I can't remember what happened. I think I decided I wasn't going to get it at the last minute, but uh, I did have uh, the, uh, Where is it? The taquitos. Um, the shrimp taquitos. Um, and they were... They were delicious. I think... Oh, i see. <laughs> Man. Okay, see, that's kind of funny. Okay, that's very, very strange because... Here... Oh, there it is. It's shrimp and basil taquitos. Now we did have a little bit of an issue it wasn't a big thing it was they had something that was on the menu and again that's what I was thinking Brad ordered or was trying to order and they were saying no we're not serving that so it was something that was on the menu that's on the website but when we got to the restaurant they're saying that they're not serving it so I think they're still again as I mentioned working out growing pains and figuring out what works best for them Uh, and for the community for their patrons. Um, I was glad to still have the, you know, know that the taquitos were on the menu. So I had the shrimp and basil taquitos. And just to remind you what that was, it was chipotle and basil marinated shrimp in, uh, guajillo sauce. And, uh, along with taquito, taquito, cutijo cheese, uh, and, uh, a lime cream, um, sauce. Um, you could see that on, oh, wow, on my Facebook page. Ooh. Yeah, you should be able to see that on my Facebook page. I, mean, I believe I posted that on, on Bougie Foodie. If not, I will check and make sure that um, you will see what those presentations look like. But they were very, very good. Um, you got three of those. Uh, and I will say one thing, though. If you are going to serve Tequito, The taquito needs to be full all the way. (laughs) That's it's, I don't know if I want to call it a pet peeve, it's not a pet peeve because I'm not, I've just had taquitos before, and just everywhere that I've had them, it's not even another restaurant or anything, it's just that's just how I'm used to taquitos, and I think probably. Anyone that has had uh, taquito um, would feel the same way, that it needs to be really full from one end of the tortilla to the other end, or I should say opening of the tortilla to the other. Anyway, that was the only thing, uh, if you want to say <laughs> I'm complaining about, I'm not complaining because I could have told them it was just something that was on, on my mind in my head and you know, all these things go sometimes with foodies we're always thinking about some type of you know food and how it should be done uh, or how we would have and I shouldn't even say how we would like it done because it makes it seem like we're being judgy on it so maybe they're probably used to having their togethers that way but you know. it was just something that I thought I'd say (laughs) still again on the up and up and being positive anyway so the prices were admittedly they were fair (laughs) again i mentioned it last week you know there are certain items that are on there that are like okay um i don't think i'll be ordering that but again this is you know it's you know it, it says it's in the section of la familia Uh, meaning going for family Uh, you want it's going to be a larger portion or larger portion so you're going to share it with three four people or or more Um, but still if you wanted to actually go there as just one individual and (laughs) have it uh, you might be in for a little bit of a rude awakening with your uh, your expenses (laughs) Um, so be careful of that. Um, again, a number of the items, uh, you know, it is, um, have to keep in mind. It is a Mexican Japanese fusion, um, grill house. We'll leave it at that. Um, they really do serve great food. I did not have any adult beverages. I had water. I made sure that my palate was fully Available to taste all these wonderful flavors and not encouraged or changed in any way by anything else. (laughs) I'll put it that way. So if you're interested in going to Baja House, please the address is 830 Lake Street East and that's in YZ. Um, you can visit them on their website, which is Bajahouse.com, B-A-J-A-H-A-U-S dot um, and hey, go out and visit them. You know, you'll have a you'll have a great experience. Um, they're a new restaurant, I'm telling you what, not even I guess maybe a week old, yeah, about a week old, week and a half. So you'll you'll enjoy yourself. Not to worry. Okay, so I'm gonna tell you about a an event that is coming up, which I am so excited for tomorrow. Oh my goodness! So in Lower Town, Saint Paul, Lower Town, there is an establishment called Black Dog Cafe. Black Dog Cafe. Uh, I can't remember if I've, I don't think I've talked about them before. I've not been there before. So I I try to talk about restaurants that, or just food places that I've gone to and I want to share or that I have would like to go to, uh, black dog is one that I have not had the opportunity to go to, um, but I will be there tomorrow. Yes. So They are having what is referred to as a pop-up dinner. Now, it appears that they are having this on a weekly basis because it is described as being the second Sunday pop-up dinner. Hmm, I could be wrong because I know that they're having something again on the 15th, Um, but anyway, I will we'll find that out, in, you know, momentarily. But uh, second Sunday pop up dinner number five with Josh Wilkins, uh, and they're describing it as New Orleans flavor. I'm so excited for this, um, you know. So they're mentioning in the details that you know Black Dog welcomes um, Chef uh, Josh Wilkins, celebrating the cuisine of New Orleans. Or okay, not New New Orleans, Nollins. <laughs> <laughs> josh started off uh in uh you know emerald emerald legacies del monaco you know so he's worked his way up and doing so many different things and um he's been acclaimed on so many different areas er- tubes mat um Metery. uh gosh he's there's so many different areas that he's been in and Without just throwing out all these names and so forth, more importantly, he is here in the Midwest, and he didn't want to leave his New Orleans roots behind or kind of forget them, is what they're saying. So, the items that are going to be on this menu, man, I, I'm, I'm I, I love seafood. I really, really do. I mean, that's one of my of the many flavors, uh, many foods that I enjoy having, uh, is seafood. So they are going to be serving. Let's see. Uh, first course, fried green tomatoes, uh, a ramulade sauce, and then a shrimp boil. So that's again, just the first course main course, uh, the comfy chicken legs, um, dirty rice and braised green. See that dirty rice though. Uh gosh, I'm not from New Orleans. I'm not from New Orleans, uh, but I love uh, Cajun food. And I suppose because my father has been the cook that he has been for the family, really, um, he has introduced us to different types of, I don't know, Preparations for different dishes and so forth, and I know that he's made a dirty rice. First off, first and foremost, you know, Belizeans always have rice and beans, or rice with stew beans, you know, coconut rice with stew beans. But yeah, I, I realize that my father is just that that man that's just all over the place and wants to put things in. So he'll he'll do he'll do a roast compoio. He'll you know have uh and it won't be you know um uh, shrimp fried rice it will just be rice with shrimp in it um with some other additional flavors you know there's so many different things that he's done so he's introduced us to these types of foods even though we have not really been down to new orleans i think i was what 12 or 13 when i went and it was <laughs> It was a different experience because we weren't there to really have a vacation. That was many, many, many years ago. Anyway, um, getting back to the the items that are on menu, um, main course. I told you what that is. Then there is there's going to be, I, I suppose, a bourbon gastrique is more of a, a transition into like the desserts or what we're going to be having oh uh, well you know the dessert wow the dessert strawberry hand pies sweet cream and then you know there will be adult beverages there <laughs> uh so we'll <laughs> I'll talk about that next week uh yeah, uh, just there's I I'm not doing any justice to any of these because um, I'm a I'm a visual person um, being there and a number of these items I've not had before. Uh, of course, i I believe I've had the ramulad sauce. I've never been to never been to a shrimp boil. I would love to go to one, so I'm looking forward to that. Uh, mainly that portion too, um, the chicken leg the comfy chicken legs i've never had that so that's going to be quite interesting braised greens i think i i could say that it may not be the exact same thing that i'm used to in reference to the greens but you know i've had greens before uh all the other items not really not so much and uh, the dessert probably but not in a new orleans type of way anyway uh They were seating for reservations. You can try to see if there are spaces available. Um, There are two different seatings, by the way. So there is one at 5 and then there is one at 630. I know myself and two other friends, Diane, Jim, um, Sean, thank you for letting them go. (laughs) Um, They are going to be joining me if anybody else is going to be joining uh, at this event or even you know considering it please uh make sure you stop by either my table or not and i shouldn't even say my table uh st- if you see me out and about there at that event please say hello i do not have a table <laughs> i i you do have to make reservations so if you are interested in making reservations to this event um again this is for the second sunday pop-up dinner number five. With Josh Wilkins offering us a Nolens flavor, <laughs> so it's being hosted again by Black Dog Cafe. Uh, Black Dog Cafe. If you're interested if you're not familiar, they are located at 308 Prince Street. That's in Saint Paul, Minnesota 55101. Again, 308 Prince Street uh, in Saint Paul. For reservations, you could either call or you could. Uh, set up an email Uh, the telephone number is 651-228-9274 again that is 651-228-9274 or you could email them to see if they still have uh, spaces available uh, at blackdogcafe2 the number 2 at comcast.net again there are reservations that we'll need to make um, two different seatings make sure that you're letting them know if you want the five o'clock or the 6 30 um yeah check with them i'm so excited about this i really am um and like i said i believe that they have other events also oh my goodness oh they have other events also i'm sorry that was about that was a sneeze (laughs) i I, I was trying not to do that in the mic uh okay that was funny uh yeah sorry (laughs) um but yeah (laughs) that's a little embarrassing anyway uh (laughs) going on to our next uh subject okay This one is one that I... Oh, and by the way, I apologize. I did not tell you... You know, there is... You know, to go to this event, it is $18. Which, considering when you go out to dinner, you know, taking two individuals, you spend that alone on one person. So, to have, what, a three, four-course meal, uh, you clearly would be able to see that okay this is worth the money definitely worth the money certainly worth the money anyway that was black dog uh cafe you know second sunday pop-up dinner make sure you if you're going get a reservation You need to make sure that you're at one of those seatings at five o'clock or six 30. Okay. So the next thing that I really want to talk about, because I went to a wonderful brunch and man, I tell you, um, my friend Shannon Tui, thank you so much. I, I admire her pictures every time she goes to this place, but gosh, uh, to, (laughs) to finally go there myself was really awesome i mean the food was just amazing so the place that i'm talking about place i'm talking about is saint dinette if you have not been there um again this is in the lower town uh portion of saint paul um specifically they are located historic building uh or historic area of saint paul lower town uh inside the rayloff raylet the rayette lofts i am so tongue-tied today Uh, but the address specifically is 261 east 5th street that's in st paul Um, their telephone number is 651-800-1415 again that address is 261 east 5th street uh, st paul minnesota Um, lower town lower town is just doing some big things as well as uh, you know on the east side of st paul folks you know uh, especially on pain um, there's a phrase that's like no pain no gain and i'm not talking about p-a-i-n-p-a-y-n-e no pain no gain you all are you're missing out if you're not over here or visiting over on the east side of st paul uh, you know to enjoy the different foods that are here uh, Minneapolis certainly is, is nice and wonderful but St. Paul don't sleep on St. Paul folks especially Eastside people are recognizing that the Eastside of St. Paul is up and coming and just a wonderful place to be so here talking about St. Dinant in the Lower Town area their brunch you know their their hours. Like today is from 10 a.m. to 11 p.m. Um, you know Sundays, which was the day that I went, was 10 a.m. to 9 p.m. Um, they're closed Monday, so be aware of that. They are closed on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Tuesday through Friday. They are open at 5 p.m. Um, to about uh, I should say Tuesday through Thursday. They're open from 5 p.m. to 10 p.m friday from 10 p.m to 11 p.m a little bit of extra time oh my goodness my allergies are bothering me today i'm sorry <laughs> um but i wanted to mention and this, you should have already seen on my Facebook page, because this was a delicious, delicious—I <laughs> have to say it like that—delicious um, <laughs> brunch that I had gone to. I mean, yeah. So I, we got there, and I knew how popular it—popular in the sense of busy. I shouldn't say popular because even though it is, I don't want to make it seem like you know only the snooty people go there. Because no, you don't. You are not. No. Nothing about snooty, nothing about bougie, because who are we? We. Are, this is the unbougie foodie show. So nothing about being bougie. It's just enjoying really good food, uh, and that's you know what I really appreciated here. Um, just very flavorful, and the things that I ate and tasted. So went there the Sunday realizing that okay it may be quite busy i thought maybe reservations may be needed so yeah there's no reservations first come first serve but they the space is very very big i mean it's not like you're cramped, or i mean you really do have room uh, for a great dining experience i mean i saw i think that day that morning i saw a group of about eight people Uh, out on you know in the center uh or in one of the tables i should say of course i move tables and make accommodations for larger groups and so forth which they do um but you know to go there as maybe two or four individuals or something wonderful space um gosh and it it took no time even though i called ahead and asked hey um you know i'd like to come there for brunch what time uh is it busy right now and even though the uh, hostess uh, mentioned that yes it was quite busy i asked what time or how long of a wait would it be she said about 20 minutes so you know i think i was about 15 or 20 minutes away um my friend mel went with me and uh, by the time that we got there i'm not sure what happened but uh we got there and it, it was it was great I mean literally we walked into the restaurant she said how many I said two and quickly showed us to a table Um, no wait at all Um, that's brunch now I know that I've gone there on I think a Thursday or Friday night and it was packed to the gills with people waiting in line even in the small hallway or corridor area uh, towards the restaurant so yes it can be very busy and I, I was very glad and thankful that because I was hungry, too. <laughs> I was up early. Um, but getting to what I had or what we had for brunch, um, I asked the our server, what would she suggest? I let her know that this was my first time there. Very excited to have a number of different items on the menu. Um, and just looking at the menu, uh for brunch itself, you're thinking, wow, this is very, it's, it very, it's very unique brunch, but very, it would make you excited to want to be there and to go. So, okay. First off, there is something called a Bismarck, which is, uh, I believe that it is more of a I would say maybe a a breakfast uh, type of pastry. Uh, It's salted caramel, vanilla cream, and powdered sugar. Doesn't that sound delicious? Salted. Who has salted caramel in the morning? Someone that feels very decadent or wants something very decadent. Uh, Monkey bread (laughs) with cream cheese frosting gosh uh everything bagel uh a montreal lox and uh, with all the fixings i don't know what all the fixings are could certainly find out when you go there <laughs> uh smoked oysters um with hot sauce and with saltines gosh that reminds me of being at a restaurant in uh raleigh north carolina um, called at the rooster man uh that's another story it's all about food, folks, all about food. <laughs> um, but what my again, there are so many different items that are on the menu. And when I asked the server, what what do you suggest? She suggested the tartine. The tartine uh, is a wonderful dish that they prepare for breakfast. It's smoked salmon, post eggs, hollandaise sauce, and then dill. And the presentation and preparation of that is um, is really is tastefully done um, because it's done on uh, a brioche. I believe it's a brioche toast, um, and then of course the uh, the smoked salmon is then layered um, on the toast. Uh, on top of that is the poached eggs, perfectly done poached eggs, and then that hollandaise sauce. Man the hollandaise sauce uh, the hollandaise sauce it, it, it's not just any hollandaise sauce because yes you could just use regular uh without any just something uh, of course a good hollandaise sauce yes but they added an extra kick to the hot this their hollandaise sauce uh to be um served with this uh with this dish um i believe it i'm saying that it is chipotle because it has that smoky and heat along with it. Um, Although I did ask my server and she mentioned that it was simply smoked paprika. I I think it's chipotle. (laughs) I really do. And then to top it off, that garnish of dill on top, uh, it's a wonderful dish, people. Um, If you go, and I really encourage you to go, really, uh, definitely... Think about having the tartine. Um, you could certainly see a, a picture on my Facebook page. Um, it, yeah. It's something to really enjoy. And Considering that it was brunch, I did have a mimosa. Yes. <laughs> I had a mimosa. <laughs> I wanted to have something tasty along with my, <laughs> with my tartine. Uh, my friend Mel also had something that was really, really great. Which was the bis- oh, biscuits and gravy? My, my allergies are causing me to go crazy right now. Um, biscuits and gravy. So it's breakfast sausage, um, uh, sunny side up egg, and then thyme. Um, Did you have some what that, the biscuits and gravy? Was it the grits? No, it was. Oh, wait. Man Uh I think nope (laughs) see that I was totally wrong. I the gravy part had me. My my friend Mel had the or did he have this the grits? Oh Oh my goodness, Mel. (laughs) I'm sorry. I honestly believe that it was the biscuits and gravy because it was the gravy that we were so much we were talking about. And fried egg. I want to say that it was the, the biscuits and gravy because we were talking so much about the gravy uh, and how the gravy had so much flavor and it had the. I was tasting the sausage in it. It was just delicious. for some reason, it my mind is going to the smother grits because that had lamb ragu, Alba uh, and a fried egg. Zalba, Zabala, or see the the different pronunciations. <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll get on top of that. I I promise you on that. <laughs> um, I, I, that's why I'm thinking. I I know that it's a bit biscuits and gravy. So, eh, Mel, I'm sorry. <laughs> I know it's a biscuits and gravy. If it's not, I apologize. <laughs> But I, I assure you that it was the gravy that we were talking about. It really was. Okay. Anyway, that was, you know, the brunch. Uh, those are just a few things that we had on the menu. Again, oh, I forgot. Of course, what do they have on the menu? Maple pork belly. So, you know, uh, the ambuji Foodie had to have the pork belly. <laughs> That's just a given. I, I, it's one of the last things. Uh, on in areas of like extras uh, yes and then of course maybe that's why I was kind of like, a little bit goofy afterwards uh I did I was really treating myself that day uh, I had tres leches cake uh, tres leches is really it's a cake very moist uh you know, it's more it's very popular in the Latin community or Mexican culture. but this cake, it had coconut uh, toasted coconut on top and then of course, on the inside of the cake or what the mixture was rum and lime. Uh, so on top there was uh, a lime essence um, that was along with the toasted um, coconut. Just a wonderful uh, piece of pastry to end brunch. There were so there were other things like creme brulee. Oh gosh, uh, Mel had the single scoop of the seasonal um, sorbet. Uh, that sorbet—it was a raspberry. Knock your socks off, totally. T- just tart enough. Uh, it was almost like a gelato, actually. Um, very smooth um, smooth enough let me put it that way uh, but just the flavors was, <laughs> I, 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 you, I don't really think maybe I have used this term or this phrase on the air but <laughs> literally um, tasting that sorbet made your your taste buds dance <laughs> or just get really excited I know that's kind of corny but it is what it is I was excited when we had it because he, he shared some and said, here, you have to have some of this. And yeah, I, I think I almost fell out my chair. I'm <laughs> just saying it was good. It was good. Uh- <laughs> okay. So that was brunch on Sunday. Um, I want to tell you about another event that is actually going to be happening um, in Minneapolis. And I again I, I am excited to go I, I don't know if you could kind of tell that there's a theme with the UnBougie Foodie at times because you know it, it was the Kishan 555 um, <laughs> my talk of pork belly and now I'm going to talk about more uh, in this case is going to be bacon <laughs> it, it, this is going to be the bacon and beer classic um, it is going to be at on April 15th 2017 at Nicola Island Pavilion um tickets i'm not sure if tickets are still available as of 3 days ago ooh actually uh Thursday i know that tickets were still available um this apparently is very popular so it's my first time going so yeah um check it out and make sure to see if you can still get tickets uh, but basically it's being described as uh, a pop-up uh, you know beer and classic pop-up edition um, there's going to be different craft beers that are going to be available uh, along with along with uh, bacon infused dishes uh, and that's including unlimited bacon strips um, I, there's a friend that's going and she just loves bacon so Mon shout out to you there's going to be games Jenga, Giant Jenga, uh, g- uh, Giant <laughs> Giant Jenga <laughs> uh, I like to call it bean bag toss I don't like the other term that they use <laughs> um, which is cornhole you know it's cornholing You know, anyway, it's bean bag bag toss. You know, I'm from the West Coast, so I'm not familiar with that term here in the the Midwest. They said that and I was like, what? (laughs) Um, There's going to be a bacon eating contest and just a whole lot more. So here's a few items that are actually going to be on the menu. Um, (laughs) And they said this is the first wave of dishes that are going to be announced. So there's certainly going to be a whole lot more. Uh, There is the rotisserie pork belly, BLT. See, they got me already. Brussels bacon uh, grilled cheese, homemade bacon and beer gelato. That might be interesting. Uh, Chocolate dip bacon rolls. So the sweet and the savory. I'm, I'm not sure if anyone has ever had that before, but it's delicious, just so you know. If you've never had it, you don't know what you're missing out on to have something, especially, you know, bacon when it's very, especially a thick cut bacon, like applewood or a smoked bacon. And then it's dipped in really good chocolate. And it has to be, I think it has to be milk chocolate, dark chocolate. mm, I'm not too sure about, uh, yeah, milk chocolate would be, would be best, um, I'm just going to say they are going to have, as they said, kick-ass spicy Singapore bacon noodles. So if you, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm quite certain that it's something like ramen, but it's going to be extra spicy and going to have bacon again. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm making assumptions on these because I've never been to this event, but again, just telling you about it, uh, bacon wrapped pork and shrimp egg rolls, uh, Bacon fried rice. So, again, the list goes on and on. But there are a number of different sponsors that are going to be there. Uh, food and, uh, Food Recovery Network. Um, well, certain sponsors. Barefoot Wine. You know. Sociable Cider Works. I love cider. So I think that I will be having perhaps an adult beverage there. A uh, number of different breweries that are within the cities um, are also going to be at this event. So again, uh take a look online. Uh if you are interested, make sure that you are visiting the baconandbeerclassic.com website. Um, you know, they will we'll let you know if there are tickets still available. And remember that date is April 15th, 2017. Uh, And it's going to be at the Nicolet Island Pavilion. So if you're definitely interested in going, make sure you go out and uh, check out that event. Really quick, I want to just mention, I think I talked about it last week um, as well, but upcoming Saturday, April uh, 22nd from 10 to 6 p.m., there's going to be the food truck rally. April 22nd make sure you're bringing your chairs your foldable chairs uh, there is you, you won't really you won't be disappointed you really will not be disappointed there's going to be so uh, such a wide variety of food trucks that are going to be available at this event um, at the Maplewood Mall I, I believe this is the second year that they are actually doing it before they called it what uh, battle of the food trucks um, and I, I had a great time there were a little down some downsides downsides um you know because there weren't any chairs or maybe people were not informed about bringing chairs and so forth early but just make sure that if you were out nearby the maplewood mall on saturday april 22nd from 10 a.m to 6 stop by that food truck rally they're located maplewood mall if you're not familiar with them are located at 3001 White Bear Avenue North that's in Maplewood gosh where has the time gone (laughs) I really want to thank you all so much for uh, tuning in uh, this morning to the UnBougie Foodie uh, and of course finding out new and exciting uh, restaurants as well as events that you can go to uh, in the upcoming few weeks uh, or Few days, if you would. If you'd like to find out more information about other places that I've gone to, please visit, uh, you know, the my Facebook page at the Ambuji Foodie. Uh, questions, comments, uh, or if you'd just like to even, uh, you know, make a suggestion of a restaurant uh, in a particular area of the cities, hopefully in the east side of Saint Paul, uh, and maybe it's your favorite food spot uh, or someplace that you've never been to and you want maybe somebody else to go there and be the guinea pig, I'll be that person for you (laughs) with no problem. Uh, Hit me up on uh, email at theunbougiefoodie at gmail.com. And then if you're ever interested in just seeing what type of foods or places that I've gone to, you know, check out my... Instagram and Twitter. Instagram is the underscore unbougie foodie and then Twitter at unbougie foodie. It'll give you more information about places that I've gone to, um, small tidbits of what those meals, um, consisted of. Um, once again, you know, as I come to the top of the hour, uh, I want to thank you all so much for tuning in to the unbougie foodie. Uh, and as always, please as i end every show i always encourage you and never to let anyone tell you what type food you to be because really it is all about the food have a great day everyone